Hey y'all, this is Jasmine Castile and I am going to start a brand new podcast called Hands Off My Podcast. This true crime podcast is for the lost voices of family or friends. They have the story of their loved ones that are or were unalived, missing, human trafficked, or exploited because of being a person of color and would love to share your story. Please contact me at handsoffmypodcast at gmail.com. Let's make your voice no longer the voiceless. If you fall in my community of LGBTQ2 spirits, Asian American Pacific Islander, Black Indigenous people of color, then you're my people. Or if you like to follow and share on any of your listening podcast apps. Dios te bendiga. Hey y'all, this is Jasmine, also known as DJ Jam Jam. I am coming to you with a new podcast called Noise Pulu Zion. I'm your podcast that gives you the insight of small businesses, entrepreneurs, and musician artists who are struggling with everyday life goals and the history behind their passion. So today I have my podcast guest, and this is Justin Harris, also known as Just Divine. Say hello to everyone. Hey, hey what's going hey. on with you today? How's it going, everybody? <laughs> uh, yes, as you know, um, yes, I would like to go by the name of Just Divine, a.k.a. Justin Harris. You know what I'm saying? Everybody calls me Just J, Justin, you know what I mean? But I didn't say either or, but yeah. I'll just call you divine. I'll call you divine. Just like your Facebook says, hey. (laughs) All right, cool. (laughs) So I'm going to just do a little uh, rundown on some questions to to let everybody know how to get to know you a little bit more. All right. right, So let's see. Um, Tell me, uh, where did you grow up? Um, I was born in... um, West Philadelphia is born and raised. I'm playing for most of my days. <laughs> yeah, I knew no, you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, I'm joking. I, I was born in Dallas, Texas, but I grew up in Irving, Texas. Um, yeah, I'm straight Irving, Texas, born and raised. That's all I know. You know what I'm saying? So um, uh, I have uh, my mom and dad. My mom is from Alabama and my dad's from New York. So I kind of got like the East Coast stench on me. You know what I mean? So it was like, if anything, I'm more like into my dad's side than my mom's side. But either way, like, they always say, like, every time when they, they see me in the way that I dress, I don't dress or I don't sound like a normal Texan. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have that. What's that? What's they call that? Southern the draw. Southern draw. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't have that. Like people me. Tell me. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? People tell me that all the time. So, like, you know, I don't have that Southern draw. I'm kind of just, I guess they sound unique kind of started in a way. But, yeah, that's, that's pretty much who I am in a nutshell. Well, yeah, I had the same issue, too. I Like... Because I moved down here from Wisconsin, and even when I was in Wisconsin, they said, you don't sound like you're from Wisconsin. I was there for 26 years, and for some reason, they're like, you sure you're from us? Because I had this, I had a British accent when I came over. Uh, I, was, I lived in the UK for a couple of years before I came to the States. And so I sound like a little Brit, like a little spice British girl, just talking all pleasantly, pleasantly plump. That's crazy. I didn't even know that. That's yeah. 
so then when it came down to Texas, all of a sudden, like within six months, I was just getting all of y'all, hey y'all, and I tell you what, and bless her heart, and ain't she, right, ain't okay. she precious? I know. <laughs> I'm fixing. I'm fixing to do this. I'm, I'm fixing. Fin, I'm fitting to. I'm fitting to. And I, I, in Wisconsin, it's I'm finna. So when oh, I had to come God. down here, I was, I was just, I'm fixing, and I'm like, oh God, I gotta do you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good it's all good well welcome right. thank you for thank you for joining me on the noise Zion podcast and i wanted to also ask you too what was considered one of your funny stories that your family tells about you that uh that comes to mind all right cool so i got two so uh one is like shorter than the other so the first one is <laughs> when i when i was back in uh when i was like you know yeah uh, my dad used to have like this super stupid huge camcorder or whatever you know like i guess it is like the one you see on jerry springer wanted to be having on their shoulder or the yeah one back, in, back in the 90s yeah, back in the 90s. yeah so like those right <laughs> i'm pretty sure it wasn't that big but in my <laughs> little pea brain mind it's like, it was like super huge yeah so, uh, so um we was, we was in new york and uh, i got like a bunch of home videos so i was in new york and um, I think my mom and my aunt went somewhere, but my dad was like, you know, rolling video of the neighborhood, you know what I'm saying, at that time. I think this was like maybe back in 98, 99, I think. Mm-hmm. So um, so he's rolling the video of the neighborhood that he's in because he's from, you know, Queens, New York. So we got family all but down in there. Wow. And, um, and he was rolling the video of the neighborhood and he happens to get me in the frame. In the mm-hmm. frame. And I, I'm like, and I'm so like, I'm kind of like hip to hip with my mom at that time. Because, you know, when you're young, you're, you're more like in tune with your mom, if anything. You know what I'm saying? Or you mm-hmm. know, if you have parents in your life, that is, you know, I'm more, you know, hip to you are my mom so lucky. You are. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? So, you know, I'm, I'm blessed, if anything. Yes, so I, you are. I, you know, I try not to, you know, forget about that. But, um, oh, yeah. <clears throat> So, um, so my dad gets me in the frame and I'm crying. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like legit, like, and it's because like, you know, my mom, le- I feel like my mom left me, but she, all she did was just went up the block and went to the store. <laughs> but in my mind, I feel like she left me forever. So, so, like, so she finally, so, you know, so she finally comes back. I'm sitting, I got tears all in my face. And I was like, what's wrong with you? you know? So like, it's, 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 it's like, you know, my mom is like, oh, I think you just missed you or whatever. So, uh, so, so I think that was that. Second one was when, I went to school. I went to school at TJ Lee Elementary School. That was when that was like like first to was it no kindergarten through fifth grade. So I think it's say the fourth or fifth grade I was in when this happened. So I used to ride my bike from my my apartment all the way to school, then from school back to my apartment. So um so at the time, what I would do is when I come home from school, my mom and dad would always give me either five or ten dollars to go to the store and you know get something from the store, get a little snack or whatever, and mm-hmm. then I'll go ahead and go on home and then do my homework or whatever. Because you know at the time, you know both were at work, so sometimes I'd be by my Myself or either that or I have like maybe five to ten minutes to myself before they come home. Um, so on this particular day, I would go and go get some from 7-Eleven. If you're from Texas, you know what 7-Eleven is. Yeah. 7-Eleven so, so, um, is actually all over the place, too. They have it up in Wisconsin. Not here in Georgia. We don't have none in Georgia. Really? We have none. If we wow. do, it's like way off in the Netherlands somewhere. You know I, mean? <laughs> I bet but, you um, miss, do you miss Whataburger? Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> or Bucky's maybe. Well, yes, <laughs> when I go down there, that is two places I'm going. I'm going to Bucky's. I'm going to Waterburger. I don't even pay enough. I'm sticking this food. Oh you know my gosh! So, um, so, all right. So let me. So I'm getting off track now. So, <laughs> it's um, okay. So I um so I I get to the store and there's this lady named Miss Lisa. It's an older white lady, but she knew she knew my face. I was always a consistent customer. If if I wasn't there every day, I was there every other day. So she knew who I was. 
So on this particular day, normally what I would do is I would walk across the street. We got a crosswalk, you know, walk across the street, walking across the street. And then I would go park my bike in front of the store and I would take my bag at the time and I would leave it at the front door. And then when I leave it at the front door, you know, I would greet the, you know, the person who's ever working at the time, mm-hmm. greet him, him or her, greet them, drop my stuff, go get what I'm going to get and then come on straight back, pay for it, put my stuff in the bag and then go ahead and go back out, go home. So on this particular day, Ms. Lisa wasn't there. It was mm-hmm. some, some Indian dude that hadn't been there. So, like I said, I would still follow suit, still follow protocol, like I would normally do, drive myself, drive myself in front, go back there, get whatever I want to get, come on back, pay for it, put myself in the bag and go out and go out. Mm-hmm. So, I do just that, get my stuff, go to the front, I'm getting to pay for it. But before I get to pay for it, he was like, empty out your pockets. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, no, I, no, I, I think, you know, empty out my pocket, empty out your pockets. So, I'm like, okay. So, I empty out my pockets, turn my stuff inside out. I'm like, this is all I got. You know what I mean? And he was like, did you put anything in your bag? I was like, no, nah, I put nothing in my bag. Mm. And then he told me, then he told me I told him to pay for my stuff and, you know, left. I was kind of disheveled at what he did, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But, you know, I kind of really didn't pay it anymore. I just, you know, was like, you know, whatever, you know. Honest mistake, I guess. Me being naive. Go home, you know, get my stuff wherever. And I normally will call to let them know that, hey, I'm home. And mm-hmm. I don't know what it is with moms, but y'all know when something's wrong with your child. I don't know <laughs> yeah. what it is. Y'all know every time. I don't know Intuition. what it is. Intuition. Yeah, Intuition. <laughs> y'all, y'all know. I don't know what it is. So I called my mom. I was like, I was like, hey, mom, I'm home. She's like, oh, okay. What's the matter? I was like, no, 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 doesn't matter. She was like, mm-hmm. what's wrong? Mm-hmm. And I was like, and, and I was like, what? I was, I was going to the, I was coming from the store. Uh, you know, seven eleven. I stop it. She said, mm-hmm. so, so mm-hmm. she knows the seven eleven. I know we stop it. So she was like, um, I told her that you know the guy accused me of stealing, and I'm, and she was like, now hold on, before you go any further, did you take anything? Tell me the truth. I won't be mad. I was like, no, I didn't, because y'all gave me money the night before, so I don't have a reason to steal anything. So she was like, okay, and she was like, what does this guy look like? And there's an Indian guy, so on, so on. So she's like, okay, let me wrap up work up here, and I'll be home soon. Okay, cool. So I said maybe 20, 20, 30 minutes ago, she pops up or whatever. She didn't even, I spoke, I said, hey, mom. She's like, hey, or whatever. She walked in the room. It must have been Superwoman in a, in a phone booth because she dropped out of them clothes and came back out <laughs> with some fresh clothes. I was like, all right, let's go. So we walking up to the street or whatever. I'm trying to make conversations. She's not really paying me no mind because she's really focused on like what exactly this guy might look like, what exactly happens. I've never told her pretty much the basis of what it is, but she's already like planning it out her mind as to what she's going to do. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, we get up to the store. I get up to the store. Miss Lisa was there because she came in later that day. So Miss Lisa was there. Uh, these two older white ladies were there too. They were standing in line. Or either, I think they were lingering around in line, but they weren't in line or whatever. So Miss Lisa knows my face. You know what I'm saying? So she seen me walk in with my mom. She's like, okay, Justin, this your mom. I was like, yeah, how you doing? So, mm. so my mom, so my mom asked her, like, do you know about some any guy that works here? She's like, yeah, but I think he just left for the day. She's like, oh, okay, well, let me get the number of the corporate. Oh. Just like clockwork. He comes right back. I guess he forgot something. And then Miss Lisa, would I even would I even move for her teeth? She says, There you go, right there. Oh. So, so so they so he walk in with his shades, got his phone to his ear, cupcaking with whoever you think he is, whoever, whoever's <laughs> supposed to be on the phone. So so she's like, Hey, excuse me, do you know? And before she even said that, he did like this. Oh so my she's like, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right. So so then so next thing you know. Um, so I was like, I already knew what was gonna happen. So I kind of just, you know, walked on over to the <laughs> magazine section. I knew what was gonna go down. You know, mama. So, yeah, so I, I already know what she was gonna do. She about to act a fool. So, so then, so next thing you know, um, what she do? So after she, after he finally hung up, 
she was like, do you know that child over there? And he looks over to me and look at him and I, me, me being a little, me being a little punk. I was like, I waved at him and smiled. <laughs> oh, <whatever. laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like just, I, I, I like the evil tip. So I waved at him whatever, so, so, so that he looked at me and it looked at her. She was like, yeah, I, I, yeah, he came in the store earlier. Did you accuse him of stealing? Oh, yes, ma'am. Did you accuse him of stealing? Let me explain something to you. If you ever accuse my son of stealing anymore, I'm a wedge my foot in your MFA. Do you understand me? And she, he was like, "Yes, ma'am." I said, "If you oh, accuse my, my son of if you accuse him of stealing one more time, I'm gonna come down." Matter of fact, now forget that. I'm gonna have my husband come here and wedge his foot in your MFA. Do you understand me? And he, that's and, crazy. And, and, then, and, then, and then he took her finger and mushed him in the face <laughs> and said, "Do you understand me?" And then, and, then, and, then, and, then, and then my mom was like, and the two the two older ladies I was standing in line, and then she she was like, ladies, please excuse me. I, I and then ladies was like, go right on ahead, go right mm-hmm. on ahead. Man. So then, so she was like, come on, just let's go. Don't walked play with mama. <laughs> yeah, walked on out the store, and they didn't. Like I said, I have an issue with it ever since then. I think wow. the, the day the day after he was there or whatever, you know, I didn't really pay him. I didn't really too much care. You know, what I mean, I, I ain't paying no money. So then once. From that day on, I didn't see him no more. So I was like, all right, cool. Wow. <laughs> yeah, don't play with mama. And, and exactly. you know, she's, she's, that's her cub, you know, believe me. That's exactly how I feel sometimes when I had to deal with, um, I have a story like that back in the day. I, but I'm not going to express it because <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's right up there with your story. It just seems like it's, it's like a everyday scenario that, people of color have to go through. And I know that it was probably, it, it had to be based on because of your skin it color. Was. And it sucks that we have to go through that. Right. But believe me, we, I think we've all had that type of that store scenario in our past childhood lives. So I think if you could give me what your happiest moment of your, your life is up to this point, like maybe one or two. All right. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you two. Um, I, um, I know one, well, I'm a gamer. So I remember one time it was, it was on, wait for it, September 11th. And uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's legit my birthday. And, um, yeah, I, I know I had, um, my, my mom and dad were both at work. And I think, I don't know if it was a Friday I got out of school or if it was just a weekend. I remember, but I remember like, um, my dad had called and it's kind of like, you know, weird because my dad is not a, like a much of a phone caller, talker on the phone. So like, he not much, he's not much of that. So I was like, you know, I was like, Hey, what's up, dad? Oh, I ain't nothing. I was just checking on you, man. You all right? I was like, yeah, I'm good. Uh, what's it today? Uh, what's today? Tell your birthday, ain't it? I said, yeah, yeah, tell your birthday. So then I was like, uh, was like, okay, well, um, Hey, do me a favor. Call your mom and tell her that uh, when she gets off, I'm going to take her to GameStop and get you that new PS3. Mind you, PS3 <laughs> just came out two or three years beforehand. Mm-hmm. So, like, so I've been, I was already like, I was already wanting to get one already off the rip. So whenever he called me, I was like, for real, like, yeah, yeah, make sure you make sure you call her and tell her, you know, let, let her know that uh, when she get off, I'm going to take you on over there. I said, bet, click, hung up. <laughs> And then I, so then so I hung up, and then next thing you know, I call. I called my mom. I was like, "I said, mom, dad said when you get off of work, we can, we can go over to GameStop and get the PS3." Is that what he said? Yes, that's what he said. Whoa, whoa, slow down, slow down, slow down. Hold on. He said we can go to GameStop and get the PS3. Yes, that's what he said. All right, hold on. Let me call him and double check, make sure because I don't want to hear nothing. All right, cool. Call me back. Yeah. So I was like, so then so I'm sitting. There, I'm just I'm like. 
Yeah, you were just like you were hyperventilating. You yeah, were just- I was, I was paying, I, and like, and she got off in like the next thirty minutes, almost an hour, but it felt like ages before she got off. Yes, I was ready to go to GameStop and go get the PS3 that I've been ever so wanting to like have. You know what I mean? So, so like, so when I finally got one, I must have came home, set everything up. I think I had like two or three games to go with it. I was like, I was, I was super hyped. I think that's probably the happiest time I had. And then the second one, it's kind of, it's kind of like two, and it's kind of like two in one. A two in one. Um, yeah, I, I had like, um, I had a, um, I had a famous person. I had two famous people follow me. Uh, first one is Jay Electronica. If anybody mm-hmm. knows who that is, I had him follow me, and it was that was when he followed me. That was just random. Like he followed me off the strength of just like you know, I had liked the comment that he had put in the comment section of somebody or whatever. And twenty minutes later, I check Instagram and it says. Jay Electronic is now following you. I'm like, what? So I look, I'm like, it's got to be wow. funny. I clicked the name and it's the verified blue check. Jay Electronica. Wow. I'm like, what? So, wow. then, so, then, so you got him. Mm-hmm. And then there's another rapper named Hobson. He follows me because he has he has a personal account that he had over for 24 hours when he when he posted it. And he said, for 24 hours, this this uh, page will be open. After 24 hours, I'm closing it. If you're out, you're out. If you're in, you're in. If you leave, you're out for good. I'm not bringing wow. you back in. Yeah, I, I follow Hobson. I think he's pretty awesome. I love yeah. he's, he's like now what is the category that he falls under? Because I know that back in the day when I was in England, they called it the grimy UK rapping genre. Oh, I love it. Right. I've been following it. So I don't know, but I love him. I love the way he's got the lyrics. He is just Yeah. He said you said he's compared it to I I, I say he's compared to like to like Eminem. Just like I say like that uh that Marshall Mathers one. Yes. Uh, Eminem. Yeah, yep. like that that dark Man, sweet yeah, you know what deep mean? stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Well that is awesome. That, I love those. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> I love those stories. Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> Chock full of them. Chock full of them. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, uh, and then I think what the the last question would be: What do you, do you think your life would be like when you were older? Um, I think probably when when I was, pro- I think probably back then I looked at life as like bit easier because like you know you're able to you know finally get money but then once you're able to get money then that's when life just said mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Nah, this Smack is what it's going to be you're going to do this you're going to do that you're going to do that you're going to do this you know what i'm saying it's just like society has you lined up so it's where like you know i remember watching malcolm in the middle and i remember uh i remember uh the lady who played malcolm and it was mom lois mm-hmm. or whatever she said that that's the point of jobs is to pay you, but pay you just enough to keep you coming back. You know what I'm right. saying? So I was like, so just, just, you know, getting a taste of that, you know what I'm saying? And then it's just like, you know, you know, realizing that, you know, sometimes, you know, you don't have to follow that path. You know, you can, you can, you know, you can live paycheck to paycheck, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be tough, but you know, mm-hmm. you still try to, you know, perfect your craft and still do that. You know, don't give up on what you love doing. It's, it's, it's just one philosophical speaker. Like I can't think of his name right now, but I'm paraphrasing this one, but he said it's pretty much, you know, it's you, it's a waste of life to do something that you hate doing every day versus doing something that you love doing every day. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, you should live your life doing things that you love doing versus doing stuff that you hate doing. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? so yeah. It's like, so, so it's like, you know, now being older, you know what I'm saying? I still try to perfect my craft, still try to hone in on what I like to do. And, you know, just, just, you know, re- remember that, you know, that you, you started this because you enjoy doing it. Don't lose sight of that. You know exactly. what I'm saying? So, so it's like, so I try not to let a, 
if money came into the picture, let's say today or tomorrow, if it came into the picture, you know, for me, like doing music or whatever it is, something of the nature of music, you know, I enjoy doing it first, you know what I'm saying? And then the money's just extra because I was doing it free beforehand anyway. Right, you know right. I mean? So, but I'm, but I was a super long answer, but to bring it back in, uh, basically, <laughs> basically just saying life was pretty much just, you know, I thought it was going to be easier now the fact that you had money, but now that you have money, I see that as more complicated than it was before. But, you know, as, as we get older, you know, we're still learning, you know, say even people that's, people that's older than me are still learning, you know what I'm saying? And that's okay. As long as you're not getting complacent and getting comfortable, you know, you're still having that level of wanting to grow Then you know what I'm saying? That's what, you know, that's what life is about, just growing and learning to adapt to situations each and every day. So I figured life would be a little bit easier, but now I see it's just, it's a little more complicated, but I'm still here living and breathing. How much I would, (laughs) when I was younger, I was like, oh man, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to get out of mama's house. I cannot wait to be like independent. And then all of a sudden be like, nope. Uh, bring me back, bring me back in, bring me back in. (laughs) Can I regress back to childhood just for just just for a couple of weeks, you know, or some? (laughs) Unfortunately, you know, what's what's done is done. So, yeah, I get it. I completely understand. For the listeners, I'm going to go ahead and play one of your songs that you have, and it is called "Cared Less." Is that correct? Correct. All right, cool. Tell me a little bit about. What made you create this song and what should the listeners get from listening to this song? Uh, Careless is the second track off of my album, Quality Over Quantity. Well, I, I did that song, the first verse at least, as an idea as to who I am. You know what I mean? You get to know who I am, where I'm from, you know, where you're always going and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So that's just an introduction to who I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I decided to pick that song and let the listeners listen to that. And then, you know, pick and pull from what they want to know out of that. And then if they want to know more, you know, go ahead and take a listen to the rest of the album. So, oh, yeah, I absolutely. So, so, I, so I figured Care Less would be a good start. You have quite a lot. And I'm going to go ahead and put that under as a, the cover notes. I love some of the songs that you have here. So I'm going to go ahead and play Cared Less. And this mm-hmm. is from Justin Harris, also known as Just Divine. Really though, these 
feel me though? This ain't no more. Speak the verses like it's biblical. That's spiritual. Feel it in your body like a sip of toddy. Shorty grabbing my knobby. She got a firm grip. Don't let it slip when she ride. Blow your mind. So divine when I climb. Hit my line when you want it. That's how she wrote it. But my pride won't let me promote it. So devoted. Busting this. I'm stuck. All the blood in one place. Somehow I think it's straight. Born in eight. Testing my fate. Let me be great. Misogynist is what they label. They tell me fable. Seeing women overcome, they try to deem us lame. Keep it chillin', I play the game as I refrain from talking like a man. The boys I do avoid. Paranoid, worried about my image. Scared of a little blemish, like it's my true resemblance. Nice. <laughs> I really love it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Sounds good too. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Oh wow. That sounded really, really good. Yeah. So that is Cared Less from Justin Harris, also known as Just Divine. Check him out. That is awesome. Cared Less was just basically saying, like, you know, going from verse to verse, it's like, you know, at least where my mind was at like this this album was like done within like I, i've been I, some songs i sat on for a while i sat on a few songs for a while but for you know and of course i made tweets with them but for for some of these songs like you know each song just displays where my mind was at in that particular point in time so you know from the intro all the way to the last song so carrie less was just basically like you hear the verse no you hear like the hook is you know who really cares but the first verse is like, you know, me just saying who I am, saying who I am and, you know, what I'm what I'm about and where I'm from, this and the third. Then it's just, you know, who really cares? Who really cares? Then the second verse is like, you know, OK, they don't feel they don't they don't feel like this that, and the third, blah, 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 blah. Then the hook goes again. Who cares? Who really cares? And at least that song. That that instrumental stuck out to me the most because it's like that's just how I felt at that particular point in time. It was like, you know, who really cares that you're from such and such? Who cares that this is how you feel? Who cares that this is, you know, who cares that, you know, you feel like people not listening? Who cares? You know what I'm saying? So 
that so that's what made me stick with that and made me say what I say. And then it's just, you know, it's kind of like a compare and contrast, you know, so it's kind of like I'm it's kind of like I'm trying. It's like it's almost like I'm talking to a brick wall almost. That's what that kind of that's what that song kind of reminds me of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Quality over quantity was something that I decided to run with. And these songs are a fine example of why I say quality of quantity. Like I have a song called Quantity where I explain how nervous I was moving from Texas to Atlanta. Cause that's where I'm at now. Well, I'm not in Atlanta, but from Texas to Georgia, you know what I mean? I was like super nervous going from that. And then that was all quantity. And then later on, you know what I mean? I explained how tired I was, which is, that's like the final song. I think it's like the 14th song of the, that's like the last song on the album. And that song was explaining how, you know, tired I am because, because I genuinely am tired when I actually put my mind to something. I'm like really like honing in on what I need to do. That's how I came up with, you know, quality, you know what I mean? So that's, right. that's where I value more. And it doesn't matter what I do, whether it might be, you know, streaming on YouTube, whether it might be doing music, whether it might be playing video games, whether it might be, we might be working on a project or something like that. Whatever it is, I'm more, I'm more focused on quality than I am of the quantity. If you look at the album cover, you see how, like you see how like distorted I look, you know what I'm saying? And that's just me having my mindset set to quality, but everybody's trying to like twist my mindset into like saying, no, we care about the quantity of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's me trying that's to like, deep. yeah, you know, it's me trying to stand firm against that. I love how you have like all that in that detail from the, the cover of your, your label to the songs. And I mean, that is, that is deep. That is real deep. I like it. Thank you so much for your time. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank yeah. you for. Uh, yeah, two things. Um, so, so I guess one for the listeners. Um, when you listen to this album, just know that I really have something to say. And, um, you know, each song is just like I said previously, it's just a, uh, each, each song's definition for where my mind was at, from where they might have been, just where my mind is in the general, where they might be from friends, from the job to relationships to you know to me just you know just me going a song and just you know just spitting bars and just putting you know just putting melodies and stuff like that together whatever it may be but this song but the songs on there come from a real place you know i, I take i take firm i take firm responsibility um when it comes to making these songs i bought like 50 beats and i must have did i must have did something to at least each one of those but the ones that you hear are the ones i stuck to and decided to do something with so some of them some of those songs are stuck back in the vault so i haven't touched those yet so yeah, that was just I was just about to ask you, like, did you have any more on a tucked underneath your sleeve for for upcoming that uh, you want the listeners to know about? I have another album that I'm working on now. Like I said, you know, it's just it's, it's just timing. That's all mm-hmm. it is. You know, what I mean, because I don't want to like I said, I don't want to rush nothing. You know, what I mean, oh, so, yeah. you know, so like, whenever I'm so when I'm doing this stuff, you know, I try to make sure that, um, you know, I have the time and my mindset is there because. You know, I learned that when I go in there and I'm just trying to force something, put something on paper or go in there and record something, it turns into crap. We can say crap, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, like you said, qu- yeah. quantity and quality. There you go. So that's yeah. probably the reason why you're taking your time. But it's going to be sweet in the end. That's for sure. I appreciate you for letting me come onto your platform because this is something I always wanted to do. Um, I never really have. The, I never really got the chance to really go on somebody's platform. I really like give my two cents as to where I stand on music, where it came from, my origin and stuff like that. I never really had the opportunity to do so. So for the simple fact that you reached out and you wanted me on your platform, that like that's that to me, 
that that says a lot and, and I'm more than grateful you know what I mean hopefully people that listen to this listen to this podcast or watch this podcast whatever it is I really hope that you know they take the time to really you know check out who I am you know reach out to me you know I'm not I'm not a celebrity whatsoever or if I ever did get to that some sort of standard I still want to interact with you know everybody who you know comes through whether they like or they whether they like dislike whether they you know shoot a message to me or whether they like a comment or whatever whatever it is I still try to you know still try to keep it in the loop with everybody but I just want to say thank you for bringing me onto your platform, and um, very welcome. I, I really, I really, I'm really <laughs> grateful to have this opportunity, and I Absolutely. hope that um, I hope that this opens up a lot more doors going forward. And um, the best is still yet to come. And mind you, I'm still learning. So for it to sound this good, at least in my own humble opinion, yes. you might feel the same way. For it, to, for it to sound this good, and I'm still learning. Yep. that's that's scary in a good way. It's a scary good. I, we need we need some fresh voices and fresh rappers out there. So right. this is a good start for you. And I hope I'm going to be following you. So don't, you know, I'm going to keep following you. So <laughs> <laughs> right, right. one way or another, I'm going to do that. So yeah, True. definitely. Absolutely. Again, my name is Jasmine, also known as DJ Jim Jam. Thank you so much for enjoying my podcast. If you're wanting to be promoted for the next podcast that I have, I am also a voiceover artist. That website is jasminecastillovoice.com. Thank you for listening and please stay tuned for the next upcoming episode. 